Good evening to those in social media. This is Grace and Faith Fellowship coming to you with our Saturday Night Message. We thank you once again for tuning in with us on a weekly basis. Once again, we always encourage you to, if you like the message you hear, share it with your friends and your family. But it's always a blessing to come to you every Saturday evening without a word from the Lord. And we pray that you're being blessed through the messages. Um, we also encourage you to um, look at our Bible studies, which is on Thursday night at 7 a.m. also. So you can tune into that also. And we've been teaching on Christian philosophy. So very interesting. Um, pray that you will tune in also on Thursdays and allow us to speak to you through the word of the Lord. Um, but we're going to, this is our last installment of Living Change in the New Year living change in the new year and today we're going to be talking about making a difference um in the new year we're going to be talking about making a difference with your gifts okay making a difference with your gifts that's what we're going to end this series on tonight living change making a difference with your gift we all been gifted now we understand this is a new year for us and most of us, we know this is the time that you can wipe the slate clean. Wipe the slate clean and there's endless possibilities, okay, in this year. I want you to know that. But a year from now, when you look back on these several months, um, what do you want to see? Ask yourself the question, what? do you want to see what progress you want to see do you, uh, do you want to see that you've made a difference in this world and in this kingdom because that's what we're called to do you know we're talking about making a difference with your gift well you've been gifted to make a difference in the world and in god's kingdom okay so whether you realize it or not uh there will be certain things in your path and opportunities in your life to strengthen different skills that will prepare you for your purpose okay so the things that you're going to face this year i challenge you to use them as an opportunity to prepare you for your purpose for the different skills excuse me that god has given you Okay, so there'll be opportunities. There'll be different things coming in your life in your path this year. And you you need to use them as tools to prepare you for the purpose that God is calling you to. Now, let me read this scripture. And this is probably one of the most abused scriptures in the Bible. Romans chapter 8 verses 28 okay and it says and maybe you've heard it maybe you haven't but when you hear this scripture read in the body of christ a lot of times it is very misinterpreted it's very abused and here's what romans 8 28 says coming from the real friend it says and we know that god causes everything to work together for our for the good of those who love god and are called according to his purpose. Okay, now we really have to pay attention. A lot of times 
when we read the scripture, we think that God put things in our paths. Okay, when we deal with different negative things and negative circumstances and things come against us, whether it be sickness or some type of financial trouble or some type of relationship problem, we think that because we know that God knows all things, he knew this was going to happen. So he put this to better us and make us better and to work out something in our life. All right, but that's it's not what this trip is saying. M many people quote this to say that whatever happens to us works out for our good. Okay. So we say whatever happened to you, whatever things going to happen to you in 2023, where well, it's going to work out for you good. And the observations can either reveal that this is not the case because why? Because We've went through some stuff and everything didn't work out for your good. Okay. There's people you may know that, hey, when they went to it, it didn't work out for their good. Now, first of all, this verse begins with a conjunction and, okay. This means that everything that is being said here is dependent on the previous verse about the Holy Spirit making intercession together with us. If we are not letting the Holy Spirit help us with intercession, then all things we do not work together for good. So you got to go back and read the verse before. We're talking about how the Holy Spirit will make intercession for us. And, and so if you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you in situations, in circumstances, and follow his lead, then it's not going to work for your good. It's not going to work together for your good. So that's the first thing you need to understand. It is being led by the Holy Spirit, being allowed the Holy, the Holy Spirit to intercede together with us. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is, you notice, is that this verse does not say that all things come from God. Let me say it again. Everything in your life, everything that's going to happen to you in 2003 is not coming from God. We have an enemy, Satan. The Bible says he's come to steal, kill, and destroy. So this verse, all things don't come from God, as is often quoted, okay? It is simply saying that if we are interceding in the power of the Holy Spirit, maybe you're praying, in a sea, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, then we can take whatever the devil throws at us and make it work for our good. Now, you see the difference there versus believing that God put all these things, all this, believing that God is in control of all these things and all these things came from him. No, is that when, when we Whatever we can, then we take whatever the devil throws at us and make it work for our good, okay? So that's a huge difference. The devil is trying to, as the Bible said, kill, steal, and destroy. He's putting things, he uses people, he uses circumstances. But what we need to do is we need to understand that, hey, whatever he throws at me, I'm going to, we make it work for our good. Okay, enemy, come on. So what you got? I'm going to make this work for my good because, hey, 
I have Jesus on my side. And so that's a, that's a huge difference. If people interpret this verse to say that whatever comes our way is from God, then it m- makes us yield to their problems. Okay, and remove them from deliverance available through Christ. Okay, so understand if you interpret it this way, is that it's coming from God, then you're not going to use your authority to take authority over the enemy, take authority over situations that the enemy is putting. It's not going to remove you and make you available to walk in the things of God. So understand this scripture is not saying that everything comes from God. But notice also that in this verse said, this only works for those who love God. Okay. Notice it says that. It says that it works out for those who love God. Okay. That's not everyone. Because everyone don't love God. And it is also only works for those who are the called according to his purpose. Okay. So here's what first John 3 and 8 says. It says, For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Okay. The Son of God was manifested so he may destroy the works of the devil. Those who are not resisting the problem, okay, but submit to their problems are not operating in the same calling that Jesus did. So Jesus was manifested, the Son of God, to destroy the works of the devil. This is what we supposed to be doing, destroying the works of the devil. What are the works of the devil? He, he sickness, poverty, bondage, guilt, shame. Those are the things that he puts in the earth and put it on people. Now, we as believers have come to destroy the works of that. We're doing the same thing. Jesus has, has equipped us to destroy the works of the devil. So whatever comes our way, only works together for our good if we are interceding in the power of the Holy Spirit, number one, if we love God, number two, and that we are out to destroy the works of the devil. Those three things, that's what that scripture is. Those are big ifs that people who submit to problems as being God's will not do not overcome. So those things, it's a big if. Those are big ifs that people who submit to problems as being God's will do not overcome. So you're not going to overcome whatever you go through if you don't understand those three things. Interceding in the power of the Holy Spirit, that you love God and that you out destroy the works of the devil. Okay, so that's what that scripture means. So everything, once again, everything that's going to happen to you is not coming from God. But it says that if you do these things, if you love God and you understand that you've been given authority over the enemy, those things are going to work for your good when you experience. So 
You don't have to worry about it. You're going to overcome. The Bible says, brother, brother, that in the word of your testimony. So every one of your life experiences make you uniquely you. So whatever you go through, it does and it should. And that's what God's will to develop you in things and make you uniquely and your experiences should help develop you as you go through things. Consider the natural talents God has given you now. Consider that. The different opportunities you've had and the skills you've acquired. Think about where you grew up. That may have been where you where you've traveled, where, what you've learned. Okay. These are all these things that help us um, grow. Maybe you you um understand different cultures and can relate to people around the world, or maybe you create art that inspires and moves people to action. The various experiences you've had in your life may seem irrelevant on this on their own, okay? But together they're leading you towards something meaningful that you can use to glorify God. So when whatever you experience in this coming year, okay, God has equipped you with gifts and talents, okay, to make a difference in this world and in the kingdom. And so everything that you're going to experience on this year, use it to help develop you so that you can be a blessing to the body of Christ and to the people who are around you that you can affect, okay? Just to kind of give you an example, so when we we see this in the book of Esther, which tells the story of a Jewish woman who is in a unique position to save her people from mass genocide. Even as the wife and the queen of the Persian king, she didn't see herself as special or more important to God's plan than anyone else, okay? She was just doing her the best to survive. But because of who she was, where she lived, and the time she lived in, who she had influence with, and the wisdom of God, wisdom God gave her, uh, he used her to save the Israelites from death. So if you go back and you read, it's a very small book, and you read it in your own time, read the book of Esther, how God blessed this woman to become... Um, the queen and she married the king of Persia but she she was put in that position she ended up getting that position so that she could save her pe people the Jews because the Jews were going to be killed and you know, the plot to kill all the Jews but her uncle Mordecai you read the story he found out and he told her that hey this was going to happen and but with the position and the skills and the, that she had, she had an opportunity. She was given an opportunity to save her people. So let me read this scripture. Let's read Esther chapter four, verses 14. This is what her uncle said to her, Mordecai. He says to her um, about once he told her what was going to happen. This is what he said to her. He says, if you keep quiet, at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. 
but you and your relatives would die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. Now, I love this because he says to her, okay, if you keep quiet, the Jews are going to be delivered. Okay, at some point, but it won't be you. It's not going to be you and you're going to die. But deliverance is going to come. But if you listen to God and take this opportunity, you was born for such a time as this. God wants to use you, but it's up to you. So as Mordecai was confident the Lord was always going to deliver the Jews from this affliction. But it, it seemed logical that the Lord had granted Esther favor and promoted her for just such a, a special time. So he, Mordecai, he was confident. He was confident that you was going to be delivered. Okay. But God, he realized, he told her, Esther, that, hey, God has appointed you for, for this time, such a time as this. And you need to take advantage of this opportunity to be a blessing. What? Use your gifts, use your talent, use your influence. Um, to be a blessing to the kingdom and to the world. Okay? So no person could have ever foreseen this coming, but the Lord knows the end from the beginning. He does. God knows the end from the beginning. Likewise, the, the time which we were born in, our race, our gender, our nationality, and so many other things are not an accident. The Lord has specifically placed every one of us to accomplish his will. We each have a destiny. You need to know that. You got a destiny. We just need to find out what it is and fulfill it. You need to find out what your destiny is and fulfill it. It won't happen automatically any more than Esther was just automatically going to save the Jews. She had to step out in a great deal of faith and put her life on the line. So I love this because he says, okay, if you choose not to do anything, then God's going to use somebody else. And I want to say that to you. I encourage you to find out what your destiny is. Find out what it is and fulfill it. Okay, understand what God has called you to. God wants to use you, your, your gifts, your talents, your influence, okay, in this world to be a blessing, to help somebody, to help maybe a group of people, you know, your family, you know. Um, maybe God's called you into the business world to be a blessing, to help a business that's maybe not doing so well, but you have a God idea. So understand what God's calling you, but understand that if you don't step out in faith like Esther did, well, God's going to raise somebody else up because God's going to get his job done, but he wants to use us. But the question is, are you going to make yourself available so that he can use you? Remember, it takes a great deal. It took her a great deal of her faith to step out and put her life. She put her life on the line. 
She put her life online. And so the question I'm asking you tonight is, are you willing to put your life on the line for the kingdom? I love what it says. It says, wherever you was born, your race, your gender, your nationality. Okay. This is not an accident. It's not an accident that you was born in this time. It's not an accident that you are who you are or that you was born in the family that you was born in. And you say, well, my family is jacked up. My family goes, well, still, you don't, God may have called you to be a conduit, a person to start and speak and pull your family out of that, whatever that bondage or that, you know, sometimes we say generational curses, but really Jesus died for all that. But you may be the person to seed that start that family from getting out from under them, whatever that thing is. Okay. God wants to use you. And so you got to be willing to make yourself available in this year. Okay. To say, Hey, you know, whatever I go through, you know what? I know this is not God knows the enemy, but you know what? It's going to work out for my good because I love God. I'm going to yield to the Holy spirit. I'm going to allow the Holy spirit in the seat on my behalf and you know what? I'm going to do great things because God has called me to this. And God, I'm allowing God to use me, my gifted gifts and talents to make a difference in the lives of the people that I've come in, that I come in contact with. And so, so there's no question that God has given you skills, talents, education, um, financial power, status, or influence that is special to you, okay? The question is, how will you use it? That is the question you need to ask yourself tonight. How will you use the different skills and the things that God has placed on the inside of you that are given you to make a difference? How will you use them in this year? Don't allow those gifts and talents to lay dormant and not use them, you know, because of fear a failure because of you know lack of confidence no that's what faith step out in faith and know that god has called you to that and begin to say you know what god believe i'm going to step out in faith if you fail okay that's fine that's fine you know then all you gotta do is say okay i miss god get back up god is not mad with us when we miss things okay i need to say that and i had to learn that god is not mad with us if we tempt to step out in faith and we miss it, he's not mad because God can do more with you then than you just standing dormant or standing still because you fear of failure. No, step out in faith, you know, because God, bottom line is that nothing can happen until you step out. Until you step up, nothing could happen for Peter. You all remember Peter who walked on water. Well, Peter could have never done that if he didn't step out on the boat. If Peter would have stayed in the boat, he would have never known that he could walk on water. Even though Jesus told him to come, if he had never heeded the voice of the Lord, that he would have. But guess what? To go a little further in that story, you read that story. What did Peter do? He walked on water, then he took his eyes off Jesus, and he sunk. And you may say, well, Peter failed. Well, he may have, he took his eyes off Jesus, but at least he had enough faith at the beginning to step out. 
Okay, so you need to step out and begin to hear the voice of love so God can use the special gifts and talents that he has given you to be a blessing to people. So now you, you don't have to be in full-time ministry to do God's work. Okay, you don't have to be in full-time ministry. Wherever God place you, wherever, you can still do ministry for God. You can work for God in a business or in a home with many or with a few. Okay. Most of us won't be famous. Let me say it again. You may not be famous, but we all have circles of influence and unique gifts that those in our circles of influence need. See, everybody, the body of Christ needs you. The world needs you. They need your different gifts and influences and talents to be a blessing because the God created you. The Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's in the book of Psalms. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. The world needs you. The body of Christ needs you to step out in this year, 2023, and begin to walk in the destiny and the calling that God has placed on your life. We need you. So I want you to take a moment and, and just take, thank God for everything he has given you. If you say, well, I'm not sure what my gifts are, I didn't ask God. Ask God to show you how you how he has uniquely gifted you, okay? And ask him to show you the purpose that he has for those gifts so that you can be a blessing in the body of Christ. So you want to live in your calling and serve other people this year. Don't, don't just sit down this year. Begin to step out in faith and do what's called and find out what your gifts and what your talents are so that God can use you. Let me pray for you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for those that are listening, those that have heard this word. God, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, uh, speak to every individual that hear this word. God, begin to speak to them about their gifts and their talent. Show you, God, show them how they are uniquely gifted and what you've called them to do so that it may be a blessing to the world and a blessing to the kingdom. And I thank you for working through them, God. I pray that, God, they will step out in faith. And God, they will take the authority, understanding, God, that everything that happens in this year is not from you. But we understand there's an enemy, but we take authority of the enemy. And God, give them, help them to understand that when they go through things, that is the enemy trying to steal, kill, and destroy. But God, I pray that, God, that we know that everything is going to work out for our good because we love you. And we've been called. We are the called according to your purpose. And we thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, I thank you again for listening to us on tonight. Um, just continue to share this word with someone. Once again, I challenge you to be all you can be in this year in Christ Jesus. And begin to step out and begin to, as I, they say, well, spread your wings. Spread your wings. And in this new year, live change in this new year. Don't live um, 
this year the way you lived last year. I speak blessing knowing like that you're going to be better this year than what you were last year. And everything is going to work out for you good. So once again, we thank you. We'll be back again next week. We're starting a new series. And we love you. Thank you once again. And bye-bye.